0: Welcome to Tony's Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Steak Podcast, episode 168. I'm Sean, and joined with me in quarantine, we have Tony Katz.
1: Yes, hello, hello.
0: And from uh, downtown,
2: the off-road, Brazilian rum, Andy. Uh, I'm happy to uh, hear you guys over the internet. Someday I'll see you again, but for now, this this is working just fine. Yeah, and it may be uh, sooner
0: than we think. Um, We'll get into coronavirus uh, first things here, but uh, before we do, we're going to just say hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast because you, you have a lot of time on your hands and... Let's just face it. You're not learning the extra language or the violin like you first said you were going to do with this quarantine. You're sitting on your couch and you're watching The Office for the 45th hour of the day. I don't know how you made that possible, but you're doing it. So listen to the pod, share with a friend from afar. It's the right thing to do.
1: Dude, uh, I remember when you brought up the violin just now. When I was in like third grade, it was like they gave you that or third or fourth grade. They gave you the choice to be like, oh, do you want to do like a brass instrument, or yeah. a string instrument or vocals, the chorus? And I was like, you know, I'll do a string instrument. That'd be pretty cool. So I remember doing the violin. I lasted about like two weeks in that class. And then I was like, or during those sessions, then I immediately was like, I'll just switch to chorus because what I would just do is just pretend to sing during those things. <laughs> like basically like lip syncing because I was like, they're not going to notice me.
0: I did the trumpet. Yeah, my mind. and it's funny. I was just talking about this the other day. My whole uh, mindset on it was there's only three buttons. How hard can it be? <laughs> How hard was it? It was really hard.
1: Yeah, the violin. I still like get the chills thinking about the violin. It was so bad. <laughs> I like the violin. I, I and it'd be cool to be able to play that. And just really quick last thing. Our violin teacher looked identical to... To uh, the guy who's the social service guy in uh, Big Daddy. Oh, nice. I was expecting like a Chinese guy. I'm still convinced it was him. Like It yeah. was crazy how much they look alike.
2: Well, probably would have been around the same time as Big Daddy.
1: Yeah, definitely would have been.
2: It would be comical because the violin is so small and that man was so big. Yeah, yeah.
1: I remember our guy was – it looked exactly like that. Big guy had the curly hair and the glasses. I was just I mean, like, dude, that's
0: – He crazy. was also in uh, Billy Madison, which was before that, so highly unlikely.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure it wasn't, but – It was a look. You never know. The the late '90s, early 2000s—that was a look.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's jump into our first topic of the hour. You can't avoid it. uh, It's—it's coronavirus. It's COVID nineteen. It's everywhere, and uh, it's—it's here to ruin your fun. Um, Things keep coming up, and they keep getting canceled. The Orange County Fair. I personally don't care about it. Um, I don't like the fair. It's warm. It's expensive and it's crowded. Uh, It was canceled for the first time. I think they said since World War II, which is when a lot of these things were canceled.
1: First of all, it's crazy the Orange County Fair is going around that long. Oh yeah. I had no idea the Orange County Fair has been around since. county fairs were
2: like uh, the center of the economy for decades. Like in Iowa, it still is. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. where all the the biggest pigs get sold. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The pig races. I remember that. Yeah. Just all that's just, that's just the center of commerce.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm with you there, Sean, the or- missing out on the fair this year is not that big of a deal to me last year. It was kind of fun. Just the experience. Cause sometimes they'll have like good concerts, like good people to go see. But, uh, last year our, our way there, we had an Uber driver who was from LA and he got us there so quickly because I've never seen someone be more of an asshole driver the way he cut everyone off. It was such an LA driver and he just got us in way in the front of the line, like skipped so many people. And, uh, it was pretty funny. Like that's Pretty much my only memory of the Orange County Fair last year Which had
0: nothing to do with the fair itself. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I got Uber
0: driver, by the way.
1: Everything's just too expensive at the fair. Like I, I think, th- like five or six years ago, I lost like at least sixty or eighty dollars playing a, uh, uh, what's it called? Playing uh, like fair games. Yeah, and it was just because I was such a sucker to try to get like that wiffle ball. You know, when you hit it just right to land it in the basket, or throw like the beanbag to knock down like the three bottles, and then. Shoot the basket like in the oval shape hoop, which I actually did win. I, I did. I do still have a giant like tiger or something that's in the closet at my dad's so, yeah, place. Two years
2: ago, I went with you and you uh hit a That's basket, when I
1: won so. that? Yeah.
0: yeah. I did Andy I'll need you there for the dairy luck. farm when I was a kid. I won a stuffed animal. Yeah. Those, boat. those hoops
1: are tough. You have to, you really have to like swish it. It has it's to be dented. just like the perfect. Yeah. The perfect little, I'd actually would have been interested to go now considering how much basketball we yeah, had. It's like shooting at the, the school.
0: You, you hit that
2: rim. It's going to fly away. Yeah. Do you rem- Do you remember two years ago? Uh, you knew like the guy who worked at the bar. He like worked at the. Oh yes,
1: yes. The, from the Honda love. Center. Yeah, well, I remember uh, ordering a Jack and Coke, and there was no Coke. And nice. I uh, anybody that knows me well, I like to drink, but it's usually I like a mixer. <laughs> yeah. Although I've gotten I, better, I've gotten better.
0: The last time I went to the fair was to help uh, executive producer Luke film for the uh, demolition derby. And we're sitting, you know, behind the scenes where, you know, the loading dock is. And we're waiting to leave. And uh, this rover comes pulling up. And it rolls the window down to me. Because I'm sitting there in front of the truck. I'm kind of the closest person, you know, to any, like, to where they are. They're saying, hey, uh, is it okay if we park here? Dennis Rodman wants a baked potato. I was like, fuck, beats me, man. How you doing? He's sitting there in the passenger seat. He's got, uh, like, a tank top on. Like fleece pajama bottoms,
1: yeah, that's what he wears, and
0: uh, big glasses. And it's like I, I don't know. And they're like, okay, and they just like kind of moved to the side and uh, walked on in. And some guy who worked there said, like, "I don't give a shit who the fuck he is. He can't park here." <laughs> but so, then he comes walking back, and I see him taking photos with the guys. Like, yeah, I don't think he heard who it was. It's like
2: anyone who's over thirty-one. They know that Bulls team. So can we talk about that? We did not talk about that in sports, but oh yeah, did you um, watch it yet? So I did watch um, the first three. So I saw the Rodman one. I didn't watch. The I, I watched
1: the one. first three also.
2: I like that he's wearing a uh, class of forty seven uh, hat, The Balboa hat, R in uh, Newport Beach. So, so here's the thing. Um, so Bill Simmons took some shit this week because he kind of tweeted about like Rodman really wasn't that interesting. People were like, what are you talking about? This guy was crazy. And um, I know a lot of people around here are like. Yeah, Robin sucks. He's just kind of a dick, and he's just kind of like a... He's kind of like the town drunk of Orange County.
1: <laughs> Does um, he still drink? Is he sober now?
2: I, he just got a DUI like two years ago in Newport. So
1: uh, yeah, he might, have, he, he might have gotten off drug, but I think he still drinks probably. Because yeah, he definitely was just, at the bar.
2: He's just kind of a bum who, you know, hangs around the Newport Beach area. Cool. And uh, most people I've heard have had interactions. They're not, they're not pleasant. He's like... Um,
0: Shit! What's that, What's uh, Sean William Scott's name in American Pie? Stifler. Stifler. He's like Stifler. He you know, doesn't yeah. really
2: grow up. Yeah. But like, I mean, the, the whole the whole take was that basically a lot of that Rodman stuff with the Bulls was like him trying to get attention. That he was he was always kind of mentally ill. What but then he, have, like, like, he decided brothers to brothers and sisters. Yeah, he's His decided dad was to really lean dambler? into it. So like, it's like I I always thought Rodman was kind of a my dad a joke, and it. that it was. It was too much of a show. Yeah, my my dad was pissed when they were during that watching the documentary where they're like, and the big three of Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. My dad's like,
1: Tony Kukoc was better than him. <laughs> <laughs> what about though when he was on the Pistons, Andy?
2: I mean, he he was great, but he wasn't. He didn't have purple hair or anything. That's yeah. true. He
1: was more sane. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, he was still a problem. There's the whole story of like Craig Sager having to talk him out of suicide and then
1: yeah, that's pretty crazy yeah Yeah, or with a
2: gun in front of the stadium nuts so he always had problems but he wasn't like um flashy he was he was like edgy for edgy's sake and it's like it's kind of lame today but in the late 90s that was like incredible i'll tell you what though i'm very happy that this is being well received
0: because i can only imagine the doc that's going to come out about kobe bryant and things like that
1: well, Dwayne Wade already said he's working on a, a documentary for that oh, no 2008 USA Fuck team. Him. No, the 2008 USA I'm team. Dead.
2: Still. Whoa, Andy.
1: I'm sure there was at least a Clipper on that team. I feel like Griffin was on that team or something. And uh, by the way,
2: he wasn't, like Griffin wasn't in, in the NBA yet.
1: He still could have been on that team. Wasn't Christian Leitner straight from Duke pretty much? Chris, Chris Paul was on that team. And he oh, there was you go, a future Andy. Clipper. There
0: you go. This is for Tony and anyone who has showtime. We just got a three-month deal for uh, five bucks a month. Uh, the juice is worth the squeeze. Billions is coming back uh, this Sunday. They also have, Tony, Kobe Bryant's Muse on there. Oh, okay. So I'd like to watch that. Um, but okay, we were talking about coronavirus. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it was a <laughs> No, no, I, 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 we should have uh, mentioned the Michael Jordan thing in the sports pod, but that's just a, a little glimpse of what you could hear on the sports pod. So check us out over there after this, but yeah. Um, so the fair is over. People are pissed on both sides. They're trying to close beaches. They can't close beaches. They're closing parking lots, but they're saying, you know, you go outside and you don't have to be inside, but stay inside. Uh, so people are pissed. It's like, well, if you're at the beach, you're sitting away from people you don't you know, live with. Where, where is the issue?
2: I mean, you're on the beach. Sometimes it's, you're wide open, but sometimes you're not. Sometimes yeah. you're touching things, you're touching showers. I don't know. So you they're, need to have like a, that's, uh, a bouncer. You know. That's Sorry, what I was so going just some risk. And then just the that's fact what that what you're out think. means you might be doing something else as well. I don't know. I mean, you're not going to go to the bar or anything because those are still close, but it's just, it's just extra risk. But it is, it is unfair. If you're going to open the beaches at all, you can't like try to get people to like give separation because like, or yeah. tell people there's a limit on the beach. Well, think about these That's poor impossible. bastards that don't have AC in their homes.
0: It uh, was 99 lived,
2: degrees on Friday. Look, the human race has lived most of its existence without AC. <laughs> Not in the last 40 years. <laughs> yeah, and we've been around for millions, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but and look, look how, how long
0: death. we're a bunch of pansies, Andy. Our generation is one of the worst generations of all time, and we are ruining things. Oh, I know,
2: I know from experience. So come on.
0: Yeah, I'm not talking about people in their 50s and 60s. My parents turned on the air when it was 111. Nothing, nothing yeah.
2: below and that. That's how I lived. That's how I lived as a kid, and I'm still alive. So, yes else can live that way. I don't think they'll they be fine. can. No, Are, you
1: they'll be fine. Are you alive on the inside, Andy? Yeah.
0: So, But I'm just saying, for their sake, they're not going to I mean, no one's going to want to stay inside. So, you got to give them somewhere. and I don't know. The,
2: the beach, there's a breeze. Uh, I don't know. Just to be, to be cautious, you should shoot up with some Lysol beforehand. Yeah, that's true.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And chase it it with,
2: uh, you know, hydrogen peroxide or something. It's a 45% chance of success, I believe is what they're saying. 60% of the
0: time, Andy, it works every (laughs) time.
2: Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, I think
0: Gavin Newsom was pissed that people were going to the beach and, uh, Orange County is, the Board of Supervisors unanimously voted five to zero today uh, on guidelines required to reopen businesses to ensure the safety of the public. So uh, there's like 1,100 cases here, some nonsense like that. It's it's pretty low. Uh, it's not even that high in LA County. LA County kind of lives on top of each other in certain areas, but what, what are we doing? Not every place it's is just the same. same.
2: It just doesn't take much to explode. I think that's the, the the point is that we're... Think like early March, first two weeks of March, we went from most places with zero cases to thousands in the span of two weeks because that's just normal life. So if and things I, go back I, to normal I, that, life... I
0: I'm not saying there's nothing to worry about here, but I'm saying I think it's safe to be at the beach if you're there with people you live with. You're not driving in the car with people you don't live with. And you're not sitting on the beach with people you don't live with. If you're there in your own posse, what's the difference from being at home?
2: If you there's see still, the people, there's crowd, still risk of exposure. Oh, being an adult. There's, I mean, there's still risk. And then you're putting other people at risk.
1: But I feel like if you're, if, I feel like the other people though that are out there, if they're out there, they're not worried about being like as worried about being put at risk. I feel like, cause if that's the case, then just completely stay home. But I think that, I mean, at some point things have to reopen. I think, uh, but I think even when they do reopen, I mean, I'm sure things will be bad, but not as bad as like, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't even know if things will be bad, but I'm saying like, I think it'll be better than how it was because I think regardless now it's been cemented in people's heads to when they go out just to kind of be more cautious. Like, you know, when, uh, you know, people go to shake someone's hand, someone might just simply be like, Hey, you know, no, no. Like I think shaking hands is going to be something that over. takes a while to come back if it even does, which I'm okay with because me and my buddies in high school, we used to always give each other bows, which is, you know, elbows. And, I mean, bows might be the new thing, Andy. I mean, I wish I actually patented the term bows for giving elbows.
2: Electronics already patented. Oh. <laughs> okay,
1: well, whatever. I'll spell it differently.
0: <laughs> I don't like uh, handshakes in the in, in, like, environment of food because I'm always eating. How often are you eating with your hands? And some guy comes over and says, like, oh, nice to see you. I shake my oh. hands. Like, I have wings on my hand, you dipshit.
1: Dude, I had, uh, something like that happened not too long ago, actually. I can't even remember the thing, but it was the same thing where my hands were dirty with something and I'm like, Oh, sorry. I'm like eating or this or whatever. And the guy literally was like, Oh no, it's fine, dude. I don't care. And it's like, uh,
0: okay. That
1: actually pissed off one of my friends one time. This was like a handful of years ago. We were at lazy dog and the manager came over cause it was, uh, I think we were probably with Joe who worked there and, uh, he was all like, uh, you know, the manager kind of went to like, offer to like, like went out to shake one of the guy's hands and the, it was like kind of in the middle of eating. And it's kind of like, he just found it kind of like interesting that like, why would you, you know, you know, I'm eating. There should why be no handshaking at a restaurant
0: yeah. ever.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think, you know, with that aspect, it's like, you know, when things do slowly start opening up here soon, I think that, uh, that will just be one of the things where I don't, that's why I don't think it'll be like nearly as bad as it was before is just because I think, you know, people are just more cautious. Like I think, you know, everyone will still have the guidelines at places for a while of like six feet and like, you know, doing this and that. And I just think people will just overall, just they have it cemented in their head right now. Not everybody, but at least some people to just wash their hands more, be more cautious of what they're touching. And honestly, probably have like little hand sanitizer on them. Like I, I mean, I've got a, uh, we've got, uh, you know, I got some sanitizer here from a uh, Luke whose mom is able to like, she makes some and whatnot, but I even went to the, I was at the gas station today and bought a, little pack just for my car just so i can always kind of just have some on me you know type thing but i mean i've always been good with washing my hands but i mean i'm guilty of getting sick like the rest of us are but you know i at least i i thankfully only usually get one bad cold a year if that and i know some people that are literally sick like four or five times a year so thankfully i'm not one of those people but still you know should still have a some more uh, precautions to things, I guess, just with, you know, being more aware of your hands to your face and washing them and stuff. So, but I mean, the the viruses are out there and they're going to always be out there and this one is never going to just completely go away. I mean, it'll be here next flu season. It'll be here, here and there. It's just, and you know, no one would have probably ever even known it was going around and being bad if the news wasn't reporting it 24 seven.
2: Well, we would know.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but being- I mean, we also know the real flu goes around. The other flus go around too.
2: Yeah, but I mean, we're at we're at sixty thousand deaths from this.
0: So yeah, the right latest now. numbers on the world: there's three point one million cases confirmed. In the United States, has a third of those. Uh, pretty nuts. Spain is two thirty. Italy two hundred one. France one seventy. UK one sixty two. That's pretty crazy. UK is tiny. Um, all of those places
2: are pretty tiny. Well, the UK is like a third of our population. It's actually pretty big, despite being small land mass. It's small.
0: Uh,
2: and the good thing is their,
0: their prime minister guy, uh, uh, Gary Busey, he, he survived. And yeah. he, he's, he's out. And he looks like he had the virus. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he always looked like he had the virus. <laughs> Can he not
2: have someone do anything to his hair? Always just looks like he was just waking up. I mean, I think he is like a, um, a genius with that stuff where it's like, Oh, I'll look crazy. And then people will like me more. Hmm. I think it actually does work for him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Any more, uh, coronavirus.
0: Have you guys gotten your stimulus, your stimuli yet?
1: So I just got mine, uh, yesterday and threw her in the bank today and that was all she wrote.
0: I Maybe mean, you threw her in the bank? You got a physical I just check. went up to the
1: ATM and just, yeah. So, uh, I, uh, for you the got a paper time, check, uh, Andy, yes. Okay. No, I'm just, that's to, actually uh,
2: interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. Think no, i I thought they weren't going out until May.
1: No, I'm gonna, I'll tell the story of a young Greek man right now getting his stimulus in <laughs> oh, <I'm> America. Very- <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So I, uh, I always file my taxes pretty early. My dad's, because my uncle on, uh, does, uh, does them for me. He owns like a CPA firm or whatever. And, uh, he, So I'm I'm like, I'm always like right on top of it, getting it done in like January and stuff, which I don't know if that has a difference for anything, but for the, I've always had it like come in check. And then my dad told me like, you know, he got his direct deposit this past tax season, like a couple months ago. And I was like, Oh, come on. I want like mine in check. And then he's like, Oh, I mean, if you could just give me your account number and routing number, go to the bank and find, I'm like, dad, this is someone that's just not up to date with like apps and stuff. I'm like, it's on my chase app. Like I know what my account, my account and routing number is. He's like, Oh, you should have told me. So I did. And he claimed he had changed it to, like they changed it for me to be able to, so I would get direct deposit, but I think we just did it too late. So it was coming check. And then it, uh, my dad typed in my social security this past week and it said uh, that they were going to mail it out Friday, the 24th and uh, came in the mail Monday, the 27th, I believe was yesterday. Yeah, the 27th. So it arrived yesterday and I stopped by my dad's day because I still have my mailing address to his place and stopped by there yesterday and then just. Took it down into the, took it to the bank today and gave it to the teller and the, gave me the full 1200 amount was available right away, which was nice. They didn't, uh, you know, sometimes they'll like, I feel like they'll give you like 700 and hold like I mean, 500.
0: The, the government's good for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dang. I'm, uh, I'm slated to get mine on the 30th.
1: Okay, so Thursday—that's not bad. Not too bad. But, but uh, I think the good thing is those next tax season, I believe I will have direct deposit, which will be nice because direct deposit is definitely the way to go. I mean, checks—I just think of like a Christmas vacation where he's like, "Oh, it must—it got lost down in my seat." Yeah, uh, I when forgot. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I still haven't gotten my state return.
1: Oh well. Wow.
0: And they said about four weeks, and it's been coming on five.
1: Ooh. So yeah, usually well, when I, they say I don't four, think I got weeks. mine either. Wow. Usually when they say four weeks, they you get it closer. Like I remember when I won that uh, scratcher, and they were like, "Oh, you'll." And I went to the lady, and I was like all excited, like, "All right, getting ready to cash this in. When am I going to get that check?" And she's like, "You'll get it in about like six to eight weeks." And I was like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) So then, uh, thankfully, I think I ended up getting it in about two and a half, three weeks. Andy, actually, I remember being in your living room when my dad called me and said that my check came in.
0: Yeah, it's a big. That was a nice check, dude. That was a nice
1: time of my life. Okay. Which actually means it came pretty quick because my birthday is September 13th and that check came in. I remember it was in like the second or third week of October. So I think it ended up being like three or four weeks that it came, like three weeks even actually.
2: Okay. That was right when I moved in there?
1: Yeah. No, I was definitely remember being in your living room, whether you were there or not. But I mean, <laughs> I remember.
2: Um, okay. Well, oh, Andy, did you get your stimulus? So... I thought I would get a direct deposit because I uh, filed my taxes and had I had to pay and I put my bank account information in there. So they, they had that and I was like, oh, I'm just going to get a direct deposit. Um, then I looked into it. No, you only get the automatic direct deposit if you got a refund direct deposit into your account, which is stupid because they obviously have my account information, but it doesn't work that way. So I looked into it and I was going to get a paper check and then I looked into the schedule of when they send out paper checks. The, uh, the more money you made, the longer it'll take. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to brag here, but I was at the end that the, my income range, they were not going to send me a check till September. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Like, That's what I had read. It. It. Like people aren't going to get paid as late
0: as that. And it's like some, so, so Andy, I was able Andy, to, uh, enter Andy,
1: my, are you going to take us to Vegas when this is all said and done no, then, no, no, on your I'm private not, jet?
2: I'm, look, I'm, I <laughs> wish I, know, I was doing better. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I was able to actually put my account information in, and so now I can get a direct deposit. But I went and checked it, and they're like, "Yeah, we got your account information. We don't know we're gonna give you any money though." It's like, "Oh, cool." I
1: well, should just wait until what, so what, that way you know what Andy, that would have been a complete Griswold moment. Then you would have waited till September, thinking you're getting this yeah, nice yeah. bonus, and but then it would have just been cool. like a. What What did he end up getting instead? It was uh, jelly of the jelly month. Jelly the month. Yeah, that's
2: the gift. So, Song given Clark. <laughs> So you know how you get, um, you get less money like past 75 mm-hmm. and then I think you get like zero past like a hundred or something like that. Yeah.
1: And if it's past yeah. like 200, Andy, don't you give them money?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, just <laughs> you, you actually
2: give
1: 1200 to the, the government.
2: No, I think, I think my brother is getting like a super small check. Cause he's one of those people who made like almost that. <laughs> it's like, Jeez. why even bother at this point? This is stupid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's $5
2: deducted for every $100 you made over 75,000. Yeah. And um because of timing, I actually made more money in 2018 than in 2019. How's that? <laughs> Cuz I think I got one more one extra paycheck. <laughs> it's either that or I think I cashed out some PTO or something. Uh It's like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, you got screwed, Andy. Like base it base it on 2019, I would get like 12 extra dollars. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been a big deal. Yeah. Well,
0: I guess we won't stay tuned for your stimulus check, and we'll see if I get mine on uh, on Thursday or not. Uh, let's move on to other news. Uh, Kim Jong Un. There's rumors he's dead. There's rumors he's fine. There's rumors he's you know just laying low because of the coronavirus, which they still don't have. Um. His current whereabouts are unknown, but sam- satellite imagery showed his private train at his Wansan compound as early as the 23rd, or as recently as the 23rd. What do you guys think? You think he? Uh, he's in his 30s, he's obese, and uh, they're saying he smokes a whole lot, and uh, yeah, I just don't think he's the healthiest, healthiest individual. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm
2: really hoping he's dead. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm going to say Andy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What's the, what's the scenario that he's not? That it's like, well, it's all fake. Like, if it was fake, go on fucking TV. Like, you fucking serious? You know, you're a shitty country, but you guys have access to that.
1: Yeah, but it, what if it makes you wonder, like, if this is, like, some sneak attack? Like, he knows the times are tough over here. And if it's like, oh, let's all think he's dead. And then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Get Maybe revenge on like Sony again,
0: aid, you know, like a fundraiser for their country.
1: But I mean, even if he if he is dead, like how long would it really take us to find out the truth? I mean, does didn't they say like the other guy was dead for like a year before we found out Castro? Castro. Yeah, I uh, know the other Kim Jong.
0: Oh yeah, one
2: call to Rodman. I think we'll find out. Yeah. Well, so what well, was stupid about it? So this story came out. We talked about it last week, and then yeah. in one of those press conferences, someone asked Trump. And he's like, "Fuck CNN! They don't know what they're talking about." And it's like, "Okay, like, we just want the answers." And then recently, he said, "Like, I know what's going on, but I can't tell you." And it's like, "What? What? Like, why he can't told you tell his us?" Buddy, like, he how is this, tell. How is this secret information? But I don't know. It's irrelevant.
0: There's a photo I'm seeing on this article of him like doing a tip of the cap with his little hand, and I showed it to Tony. It literally looks like a fat baby's hand. Coming out of his jacket. It's so weird. It doesn't look real. And it's scary. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, I think that's all she wrote for, for that. I don't know if maybe we'll be a hearing from his sister, who I think is next in line to take the throne if he does
2: die. Yeah. I'm getting some bad lag. I don't know if you guys are experiencing No, that. I, I am also. I mean, uh, I we'll see how this turns out. Eh, it's usually fine, isn't it? I mean, basically, what you sound like yeah. is you're three seconds later than I can hear you on Tony's microphone, and then you're super fast. Really? So that's what it sounds like to
1: me. No, it, it's been sounding the same way for me. Like, you, Andy, don't sound too bad, but Sean's sounds like he's drowning. <laughs> that's
2: so weird. Um, but it, it'll probably be fine. <laughs>
1: But if it's not Listen. and anybody's listening, now you know why.
2: Yeah, this it's is,
0: just a little harder to have a conversation. Unprecedented times. We're so, have- by the way, Andy, we're going to get a sneeze guard like at the uh, grocery <laughs> store for you so that you can come over here again. We'll have you in like a glass case of emotion. Ron Burgundy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the worst. The worst.
1: <laughs> really? Andy, Andy, imagine for for me though, it's like I'm already hearing what he's actually saying. And yeah. then it comes like three seconds later like this. Andy, how okay? And yeah, Yours how do I sound?
0: Yours is fine. You're good. You're good.
1: Oh, then it's something with Sean yeah. or something. Can you right? close some know.
2: programs or something.
0: I don't have any programs open. <laughs> it's really bad.
1: <laughs> You're. Uh, I. I kind of. Wa- Never mind. It doesn't matter. I was going to say if Sean wanted to use my headphones and then I would talk into that just so he could maybe try to hear what we're listening to, so he'd understand.
0: Let's just move on, Andy. You take the uh, reins, then uh, talk about I the. Th- uh, it's this is this is
2: this is un unlistenable. <laughs> it's
1: bad, it's bad. Do you want to just like at least listen, kind of Sean, just so Let's you can understand? I'm going to go to the mic. All right, <laughs> so I've switched the mic so Sean can kind of understand. So I don't have anything on, but how does it uh, how's it sounding now? <laughs> there's uh
0: it's like disrupted it's not late or anything
1: yeah no yours your sound clear on the on yours huh what is it is it still like whatever over there or
2: it's distorted yeah that's what you guys are hearing it's it's late so i can hear you on his microphone first and then yeah it, it drops out things but also you're faster
1: is it sounding like that when I'm talking to this microphone, also, Andy?
2: Yeah, yeah, it really did that really bad right there. Okay. Yeah, I heard that too.
1: All Interesting. Right. This is exciting. My
2: computer is old, guys.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we'll just continue and see how it sounds after. Yeah, and you know, I'll just have to. It'll be harder for Andy because I can at least hear Sean's real voice. <laughs> <laughs> but oh well. All righty. Well, right,
0: now uh, no
2: one is on the microphone.
0: Apologies the microphone. if uh, it's not working on mine. Um, I don't know what to say. I don't have anything open weird. It's just the web page and our notes.
1: Well, I guess we'll just have to see what happens.
0: Well, Andy, you want to take over the Parks and Rec?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, Parks and Rec, the uh, show from the uh, late 2000s, early 2000s, you know? Ron Swanson, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot of people our age uh, are big fans of the show. Uh, they're doing a some sort of reunion special, just you know, over you know the internet, which uh, works perfectly and is has great quality. So I'm sure this is going to be awesome. No one's ever had any problems trying to record different people over the internet. Knock uh, it off! You're <laughs> about four seconds late at that time now. So. That's great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The stars are going to get together and do something. I have no idea what this is going to be, but it's going to air Thursday. So definitely going to check it out. I'm a fan of all those people. I want to see what Jerry's up to. So they're just, just like checking in with them? I have no idea. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it could be the it worst t- thing of all time. Maybe. But what else are you going to do? <laughs> Listen to the pod.
0: All right, we'll talk about Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow.
2: <laughs> yeah, so without the uh, movie theaters being open, uh, there's a lot of movies that were set to come out that have been pushed to next year or put out on demand, that kind of stuff. Um, but we have a couple comedy releases that were set to come out this summer that will not be going to theaters. The first one, Seth Rogen's American Pickle, which is uh, an insane idea. where He is a uh, a guy who works in a pickle plant in like the 1800s. And he, uh, like, falls into a vat and uh, gets preserved and then wakes up into modern times. So, you know, Encino it's Man. Classic. Idi- Idiocracy? I was thinking of Encino Man. But More Encino Man? Yeah. Um, this is going straight to HBO Max. So I think it's going to come out, like, the day it debuts late May. So uh, that's, that's kind of a good get right there for their, their program. I haven't seen a lot of... Seth Rogen stuff. He, he doesn't do all that much anymore. I like. Yeah, long I was going to
0: say, what's his last movie even?
2: yeah, long shot. The uh, Charlie Stern thing. It's pretty good, but like nothing like his his peak of, you know, the super bad era. Mm-hmm. Did Zeroville ever come out? That was that one he made with like Franco like five years ago. Yeah, it's listed as 2019. Eh, probably you get saleable somewhere. Oh, you can buy it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And then the the next one is um, Seth Rogen's mentor, Judd Apatow. He hasn't put out a uh, film in quite a while. Not since the, um, why am I blanking on her name? The uh, comedian, uh, Trainwreck. What was her name? Amy Schumer. <clears throat> yeah, Amy Schumer. Um, good movie. That's the best thing she's ever done. Had LeBron, had Bill Hader. Um, John Cena. It's a funny movie. He, he, does, he does a good work. I've liked everything he's done, even funny people. But he hasn't had like a thing out in a while. But he, his new movie is called The King of Staten Island, and it's a uh, uh, Pete Davidson.
0: I saw this online and I skipped it because it I, it was Pete Davidson.
2: Yeah, Pete Davidson has uh, got some issues. I watched him this week. He did with uh, Adam Sandler. He did a little like rap music video. It's kind of funny, but um, his this is yeah. a
0: Drake song. That wasn't that bad. That was okay.
2: So he's going to be the star of this new movie. So it seems to be Judd Apatow's new things to find like comedians and give make a project around them. It's got um, Jimmy I'll, Tatro in it. I'll watch it because it's Judd Apatow. Um, mm. But it's, it's it's not going to a streaming service. It's going to um, you know video on demand. So it'll probably be one of those $20 things for a while, which sucks. I'm never going to pay $20 to watch an on demand movie, especially because you're not going to get a group of people together to do it. Mm-mm. But uh, that'll be out in June, I think. When it was, it was supposed to be out in theaters in June. that'll be Yeah, out. June 12th.
0: I like yeah. the cast here. It's got uh, Steve Buscemi, Marissa Tomei, Bill Burr. Yeah, no, he
2: usually gets good in these these last few movies he's done, gone good deep casts. It's he not does just have Jimmy Tatro. Tatro. I don't like that guy. Yeah.
0: And he's actually in something I watched that'll be coming up towards the end of the pod. Uh, that I, I'll say this, he didn't suck in it. I think it's just, it's too bad I know who he is. Like I've seen him on his YouTube channel like 10 years ago. Yeah. And for that reason, I was out. And on this, because it has Pete Davidson, and it's not free, for that reason, I'm out. Not to be like this a Shark Tank or anything, but well, it's already made. You're not investing, so I don't care. I'm I'm not investing twenty dollars. I'll tell you that. The only Staten Island I'm watching is what we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Is that all on the those two?
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Well, you have a. Uh, a story you want to share with us?
2: Yeah, there's a uh, there's an announcement today about a project that might be in the works at uh, Sony. And you're um, going to go o- work for them? An older property. Um, I have to think there were. I'm surprised they were able to get it done because the guy writing it, he lost all his manuscripts out of his br- briefcase. And so I don't know how they're going to get this work done, but they're still going to they're going to get it done. You
0: want to? Oh, this is of course Goosebumps. Of course, hot dog.
1: I like that. I'm wearing a Goosebumps shirt right now. I mean, you should. should, True story.
2: (laughs) So uh, the the uh, the people behind the Goosebumps movies are going to be doing a television program. I don't know what that's going to be, but uh, yeah, new Goosebumps TV program. Which is this going to like uh, HBO Max also or where? I have no idea. It just it's it's Sony, so it's you know not tied to a network, but that's exciting. Whether that's going to be remakes of the books, like the old series, or something totally original, I think we're we're all going to check that out at some point. That's exceptional. Yeah, that I mean, all right, we could chalk the quarantine up as a win now. Yeah,
0: yeah, wouldn't have happened without it. Mm-mm. Okay, well, very good. Um. Okay, so uh, our Netflix movie of the week, of course, uh, that we watched was Talented Mr. Ripley, but are we ready to get... We'll get to that after uh, this, of course. Uh, are we ready to get into what we've been watching? Yeah. All right. Funny enough, Andy, I have four things this week. You beat me. No way. I was assuming you are going to have eight. No. All right. Tony Katz, how many do you have?
1: I'm trying to think. I uh, At least a couple... Let me continue to think. I know there's a... Because now I have to even remember like... Because everything just is all smothered together like one giant Play-Doh ball now. So it's like I don't even know like when I was watching things last and when I wasn't. That's why you should have a running
2: notepad. Got a Google Doc. I got a Google Doc going. Yeah, uh, I got all
1: this.
2: right. Well, well, I, 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 got, I got a few. Google Docs.
0: I'll, do, I'll do a couple and then we can go to Andy. All right. Um, so I finished Waco. I talked about that last week. It's the... Paramount Network show from two years ago that picked up on uh, Netflix. And so it's like it just came out because no one watched on a Paramount Network. Let's face the facts. I finished it and holy shit. So the way this thing is done is it's based on books written by both the people inside of the church cult, as well as the people on the FBI. So it's a nice even combo. Um, It's not, you know, one-sided by any means. At least it doesn't appear to be. And I'll just tell you what, the ending, the last episode of the six episodes, pretty intense, pretty crazy. Um, Definitely didn't know anything about this. Not what, at least that I thought. I thought I knew what it was. I didn't. I mean, it was from 1992, so what do you expect? But uh, very worthwhile watch. It's only six episodes, an hour a pop, so it's not too... Time-consuming, but, uh, I mean, you're quarantined. Might as well watch something good. Uh, another thing I finally watched on Hulu, uh, an exclusive, which is Parasite. And a lot of reading, but it was very good. It was funny. It had some shock and awe into it. It had a good kind of storyline. It, I enjoyed all of it. I liked the ending, too. Um, I can see why it won Best Picture.
2: Yeah, I mean it's definitely a fascinating movie. There's some like incredible movie making in it as well. Just like the, the flood scene is, yeah, one of the best things I've seen like ever. she's like, "Why was that toilet on? the way it was?" Because uh, you have to have a toilet above ground. It doesn't work because of uh, that's a really good point. Work. It's something like that. Yeah, like I guess in in America you can have basement toilets that like it has some mechanism to actually yeah they just don't work, have like, that yeah, over there's there. something about gravity and i don't really know but yeah huh. something like that yeah
0: it was just funny i mean they you know kept advancing the stakes and now that, he, that guy did a brilliant job yeah all right you want to do a couple andy
2: all right um i last dance is on my list but uh, we talked about that earlier yeah um also baskets which i talked about before i've watched most of season three and that show really uh, develops.
0: That's the bearded man. It's Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. yeah he,
2: played, he plays twins, uh, Chip that's and right. Dale baskets, yeah. which is a weird reference, but I like it. Um, it just, it developed really more, much more drama and like family drama. And it's like, it's still an absurdist comedy, but like actually has way more heart than I would expect from a Zach Galifianakis program. Um, and then the uh, the really the big thing I watch I watch Coachella twenty years in the desert. Oh, what so network? What's where do you find that? It's a free on YouTube. So it's a YouTube oh. original uh, documentary about Coachella, and um, so Coachella has been twenty years. And I was wondering how much they'd focus on each of the twenty years because um, I have been the biggest fan of that festival as of late. Yeah, I'd be and really was, a whole lot more interested in
0: the first fifteen. I could give a shit about the yeah, hologram tupac when did, tupac,
1: when did they yeah. start adding like rap to it
2: so yeah i was going through it i think it was 2011 was when jay-z uh headlined so, before so who would that, it be
1: like like the early yeah, okay that's what i was just gonna get to like who would it have been like in 2003 and stuff
2: oh that was andy's jam I, I should look that up yeah but, but uh got, like stone temple pilots uh they uh, never they've never played there
1: like third eye blind or something
2: i don't think they ever played there either um 2003, headlined by the Beastie Boys and Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. Also, you had Queens of the Stone Age, White Stripes, Iggy and the Stooges. So, I don't know if you heard me right. I didn't say Stone Temple Pilots. I said like
0: Stone Temple Pilots.
2: Yeah. Definitely. But, um... yeah. Carlos Santana ever play there? Maybe in some form. I'm not sure. I'm sure you did. They've had people like that. But, um... Yeah, like the the last decade or so of Coachella, like it really started with Jay Z, and I, and then they had the hologram, and then I believe Instagram. Had, so they they first started. They had a, I think Jay Z was the first, you know, rapper hip hop uh, headliner, and then after that they went. and They always had one, at least one, and then the last few years they've always had at least one, and then at least one pop artist as well, like Beyonce or Ariana Grande, which I have absolutely no interest in. And that's not just because I'm like the coolest guy in the world. Just, it's just it's not my thing. Whoa, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it definitely goes into that. Or what's Billy Eilish is the hottest thing, which is like she's like 14 years old, and I just really don't care. She like, dresses like not, Kim
0: Jong Un. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I didn't think. You know, when you're like 19 and you're like, oh, I'll be into popular music forever. I didn't think by 30 I'd be so, this disconnected.
0: Andy, yeah, I was yeah, never into man. popular music. I still I, I listen know. to more Rolling Stones well, than my parents. I know, but you
2: still like kinda
0: new you're still kind of aware. I still like K rock music. I guess yeah. I I, well, I shouldn't I mean, say I'm that, that out of
2: it. Anymore, but. Yeah, and I don't but, know if they're even around anymore. Yeah, this uh it does get in I like it does get into the origins of Golden Voice, the company behind Coachella, and how like they were behind um promoting like punk shows in Southern California, and then they met these guys from Pomona who were trying to promote shows with Mona, and that's who the, the founder, the guy who's the founder was from there. And it's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. seeing like local stuff and how they were very heavy into the alternative scene. And mm-hmm. then really the origins of Coachella comes from a concert, a Pearl Jam concert in the mid nineties where they played at the polo fields there in Indio. And they're like, this could be a site for something. Um, but then, you know, explains that the, the first Coachella actually lost a ton of money. And then they actually partnered with AEG. That's the uh, company that owns Staples center and the Kings, and you know, a chunk of the Lakers. And um, they they were, AEG contracted them to make do shows for Stable Center. So they uh, had a good partnership, and then AEG just bought them out and said, what we want to do is uh, we want you to do Coachella again. And they're like, really? they lost a ton of money. And they're like, no, we'll we'll build it up. Yeah, and not yet, the way we're going to do it. So it took them a while. They said not till 2004 did they actually turn a profit, which I think that was Radiohead headlining. Hmm. Um, how long is that that i'm very interested in watching that um it's about an hour 40 okay so yeah it's yeah and and it's free i like that i think they uh it wasn't supposed to be uh but with the whole coronavirus they
0: they make enough money and yeah the fact that
2: they probably i would like to know how much money they got from uh this force majeure canceling the whole thing yeah yeah and yeah, they definitely want people to come back. But um, it, w- it was interesting. The the, the founder there kind of made a statement at the end where he's like, when I first envisioned this, I expected, my hope was that like people would come every year. But then I realized the people that are coming now are not the same people that came 10 years ago because we had to like adapt and grow. So is he saying kinda, he's, he, he's ashamed? He he kind of said it with a bit of sadness, which is like, yeah, yeah I, I went for two consecutive years and I thought I'll go forever. And then it just... It, You would go
0: and you would, you would stay at like a motel six, like 60 miles away. Yeah. (laughs) With like five guys.
2: Yeah. I've never, I've still never been to Coachella. I've been to K-Rock twice. That's it. Well, it's just like, I can pull up like last year's thing and it's like, yeah, it's just not things I want to see. You know what I was saying the other day? I wish would come back. Do you remember the channel Palladium?
0: It was when high def was like a big deal. And all um, it was was like high definition concerts from all around they, the world. They had that's um, all a- it was.
2: Access TV, which is actually the same company, I believe, had that for a while.
0: Because I was thinking about it, would be so nice to just put on like Oasis at Coachella or Coachella at a, a Roskilde Fest circa 2009 when I happened to be
2: there. Because uh, that I mean, they filmed that. Everything's filmed now. Yeah that was a funny thing about this documentary they're talking about how um they wanted to make a european style festival that like we didn't have that in america and it was like it would never work in america because we're so um afraid of each other we would never want to go into crowds so it wouldn't work and it's like oh good point i don't think it's gonna happen now yeah like in europe like you've told me stories about that that's the first concert i've ever
0: been to was uh in in a big music festival in denmark yeah pretty impressive yeah, I, I'm very uh, interested in watching that. Um, cool. All right, what else you got? Uh, that's it. Just the movie of the week after that. Oh, fancy that. All right, Tony, uh, you want to go?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, I've got uh So I, I know I finished... Uh, I, a couple of these things that I now remember that I was watching were things that I finished, uh, finished up on last week. So I finally... Uh, I did finish Outer Banks, which was the show I was talking about. And uh, it was pretty good. It was entertaining. I mean, they definitely set up a season two for anybody that ends up watching it and is entertained by it. But uh, it was—it was definitely something to like be intrigued by. I mean, it's you know wasn't the greatest show, but it definitely kept my attention. And then uh, I did take Andy's advice, and I have now I have now finished season one of What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Nice. I think I did too.
1: Yeah, so uh, that was I enjoyed that. I mean, also Andy. The I think it was the next day after our podcast. I did end up seeing the Council episode, and I was very happy to see those guys make an appearance. Exceptional. It It was Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, it was a it was a good episode. It was Pee Wee Herman in there.
2: That's the so Paul. Yeah, I don't think I knew that either. He it doesn't look like Pee Wee Herman, but he was the like he was like the main vampire in the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie from like the nineties, the early nineties. Okay. I watched the movie a bunch as a kid. Like I never watched the show, which was super popular, but I watched the movie a lot. I like so Danny cool. Trejo yeah. in it. Yeah, Danny Trejo from. Um, I assume that's a reference to. Um, fuck! God damn it! See,
0: that the I thought that was, was just a shot in the dark. I didn't know uh, he had no, anything to do Clooney with vampire. What,
2: what was that fucking called? The Clooney movie with Tarantino. Uh, Holy Deathproof? shit! Holy shit! No, it's an amazing movie. Why am I? A
0: Tarantino movie with George Clooney.
2: Yeah, mid '90s. Robert Rodriguez directed it. I don't Martino know acted in it from from Dust Till Dawn. Okay, yeah, I've never seen that one actually. Really, that's that's a great movie. I don't think so. Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Juliet Lewis. They like they wind up in a bar in Mexico, and then uh, it turns out the bar is actually like run by vampires. So when the sun well, goes down, they get locked in.
0: I can watch it on uh, Showtime. So uh, yes. terrific. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know Clooney ever did anything with uh, Tarantino.
1: Yeah, it's strange they
2: never worked together again. I'm not sure why, but uh, where were
1: we? Uh, no, yeah. So I was finished. Uh, what we do in the shadows, and then uh, I uh, honestly haven't been watching much. I think I watched the uh, I watched some Simpsons, and the the Simpsons were. Uh, I was watching some. Uh, I watched a Halloween episode that was pretty good, and uh, that Seasonal, I've been just timely. kind of. Uh, it doesn't have to be seasonal for me with the Halloween stuff. So I just watched uh, watched that or whatever. And then uh, I, uh, what else did I watch? A little bit more. Oh, uh, I knew there was one more thing. Okay. I couldn't, uh, with my uh, other, the other two people here that live with us, We I started watching uh, the morning show with them. Okay. And that's good. I didn't realize it had such a nice cast of actors that I like personally, because I'm obviously a Mark Duplass fan from. Uh, oh, yeah. League and then just the fact that he's married to Katie Asselton, so that's always my favorite. Who's my
0: proxy? You like
1: him? We're at a. I think we're at a three-year-in-a-row streak now where she has sent me an emoji on my birthday, waving to me when I DM her saying it's my birthday because she. I did that a few years ago and she responded, and then I think I've. It's been a habit now for like three years in a row now where I've sent her a, a text on my birthday and she responds back. So I will be doing that again in about five months, and or four months now. Fuck, dude, where are we now? Who even knows anymore? Is it but funny? also, another actor in that show that I really like is Billy Crudup, because, you know, Almost Famous is a movie that I really like, and then also Without Limits, when he played Steve Prefontaine, so I'm a big fan of his also, so I've enjoyed that so far. I think I'm on, like, episode five. I mean, God knows what episode they're on now. They probably don't. Uh,
2: How do they get used to Michael Scott not being Michael Scott? Yeah, like, I don't know. Them?
1: They haven't really... They haven't really uh, said too much about that but uh I they did say think that think they're watching the office. What's actually funny about that is cuz I said like what his character reminds me of in that is Michael Scott but like more like not as like dumb. Like he's like it's like basically like what the Michael Scott was like would would do or was wanting to do but like was too dumb type thing. Yeah. If that makes sense what I'm trying to say for anybody that's watched it like you know like sleeping with like the, the inappropriate stuff he would say, but this Michael Scott is actually doing them and is more of like a confident person.
0: Yeah. I really like that they have Martin Shorten there. I don't know if you've gotten to that episode. No, of- I, I
1: did. He talks to, they play tennis together and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, The unfortunate thing is that that's all that Apple TV is so far. Is. The Beastie Boys thing. Oh, they, they have the Beastie Boys? Okay, I, I saw that now. I
2: think I'm supposed to come out to. Like this
0: week I, or- I, I think it came out i just i haven't looked for it and i didn't know it was on that network um but again that's still so limited
2: uh it came out april 24th okay a few days ago I would, I would like to watch that but
1: yeah no it's um but i've enjoyed it so far but yeah that's all i've uh been watching no, I, didn't really do I the show it
2: was
0: great what i liked it a lot
1: yeah how many episodes are you, you finished it didn't you
0: Oh yeah, I finished it a while ago. I don't I don't yeah, remember probably like nine episodes. There's only
1: been one up ep- one season. Yeah, yeah. Is there gonna be a season two?
0: I don't know. I mean that's a hard cast. Oh, I, think so. to, I think I think I assemble, but yeah, yeah, I imagine they're throwing money at it. That's their only winner. They'd have to make another one.
1: Yeah, I mean they went all in on that cast when you think of some of those names in it.
0: Yeah, they should cancel Momoa and that'll free up
2: you know thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Well the uh, the Rob McGee show yeah. They have the blind show with Jason Momoa. Uh-oh. Just kidding. The Rob McElhinney show was good, I think. Oh, yeah. I never watched that either. Um, The video game show. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, the star, really. He was in it, but, like, I think Cricket was, like, the main character, actually.
0: Oh, rickety cricket. Yeah. Was that all you watched, uh, Tony Katz? Oh, yeah. All right. My last two, I watched. What are we looking at here?
1: Uh, and a uh, producer Luke has now climbed on the roof.
0: <laughs> oh boy. He's going to fix the satellite dish.
1: He's on the roof, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay. So I watched Stuber, which came to HBO last weekend. And, uh, it was one of those things like, eh, we're bored. It's the middle of the day on a Saturday. Let's put this on. Um, and that's exactly what it was for. Um, give it about a six. It's better than I thought, but it's, it's not that good. Um, The jokes are kind of predictable. The plot's kind of predictable. There's a little bit of a twist, um, but the six is, is adequate for them. Um, The other movie I watched, I watched this last night. It just came out on Netflix extraction. And it looks like they're already in talks to make a second one. Believe it or not. I don't, want to spoil anything i'm not sure if they leave it on a cliffhanger of uh is this person alive is this person dead i'm, I'm gonna let you guys decide when you watch it um action-packed uh it was solid I, I enjoyed it it's it's good it shows you that uh india is not a place you might not you ne- might necessarily not want to be there um yeah uh, pretty good though definitely worth uh Checking out, because it's on Netflix. Everyone on the was, whole wide We going to put
2: it on the yeah. list uh, for potential movie uh, club here, but... Yeah, I figure that's too big a, a poll, you yeah. know? Everyone.
0: That just came out. Everyone's going to watch that one. Um, okay, well, should we get into our uh, movie of the week? Yeah, do you want to uh, talk about the uh, next week that we're going to do? So, coming to, not theaters, but living rooms near you if you're partaking in this is high flying bird the 2019 hour and 30 movie from netflix is about uh, when an nba lockout sidelines his big rookie client an agent hatches a bold plan to save their careers and disrupt the league's power structure steven soderbergh need i say more shot on an iphone shot on iphone it's so timely because we're all watching the jordan doc you want more basketball you need more basketball so this is perfect
2: i have to say sports agents movies have a high success rate you, know, you had me Hello. McGuire, yeah, and, <laughs> and then there's jerry Maguire, and then yeah i don't I think, think there's, there's another one, one. Uh,
1: you know what's funny is i've never seen jerry Maguire, but i know that line because that's oh, such really? like a famous line i'm surprised yeah. it's on know.
2: netflix that's what? a good movie.
1: Yeah, no, I should see it. I know the guy yeah. plays for like the Cardinals and stuff.
2: Show same me same writer director funny. of Almost Famous. Do you like that?
1: I, I do like Almost Famous.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I'm.
0: I'm into this. It's
1: sorry, Andy. I put the white claw down on the table pretty hard there.
0: <laughs> he's he's, he's a passionate, passionate man.
1: I was, I was just going to say really quick, Andy, like because he said that like almost famous that almost famous probably has one of my favorite scenes. I love that scene at the end of that movie where he Billy Crudup comes back into the kid's house and it's like the setup because he doesn't realize he's in his house because he kind of was like a dick to him when he was being the journalist, and he gets that last interview with him. You've seen the movie, right, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave me out to dry here.
0: Phenomenal film.
1: Yeah, I know that's definitely a movie Sean would like.
0: The music in it too. A movie when they have a good soundtrack is so much better. That's why, I mean, it's a risk when you go an original score and it's not that impressive.
1: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had a good soundtrack, right?
0: Phenomenal. Yeah. I, I would listen oh, to that yeah. playlist all day long.
1: I, remember, so I, I recommended it
0: to my mom because I was like, you'd actually know these songs. Boogie Nights had a really oh, yeah. good soundtrack. Boogie
1: Nights is one of my favorite movies.
0: Um, yeah, that I mean... That's a huge part of a good movie. Think about a good movie that doesn't have either a very catchy original theme song like Jurassic Park, for instance. I hum that or whistle that every single day of my life. I play it on the piano. It's phenomenal. It's from 1993 or something. Uh, but a movie without it, uh, good music, either original or just pulling from you know the catalog of artists out there, it's, 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 it does not have any favors going for them. Better be a good movie on its own because it's not going to help if it has shitty music. All right. What what were we talking about? I think, uh, <laughs> I think we were going to go into about the
2: movie club here.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, High uh, Flying Bird is what we're going to do next bird.
1: week. High Flying Bird.
0: Put, it, put on it on your list. Put it on your list.
2: And check it out. Hour and a half. Easy. But what really matters is this past week we watched.
1: Yeah. So, Andy, I'm going to be honest, I never got around to it this past week.
2: Well, <laughs> well he's a busy problem. guy.
1: I was actually around and around this week. Also, usually Andy, I don't have a TV in my room, which is the main reason. So my TV is the living room and there's people up late this week for whatever reason, <laughs> watching TV later than normal, because
0: why isn't your TV hooked up in your room? That's a
1: good question. I think it's right now. It's just there. He for has a TV in his room.
2: It's just yeah, like I've seen it in order <laughs> or something. I,
1: don't know. I, I need to get, I don't know. I need someone help me out or something. I got to figure it's something out.
2: Art buy an Amazon fire stick for $15. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got to get around something.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, The Talented Mr. Ripley from 1999 is uh, our movie of this week that we watched, starring Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jude Law, and Kate Blanchett, with a little help from Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late. Yeah, great. Also, uh, James Rebhorn, which we love him. He's spectacular. And Philip Baker Hall. And Philip Baker Hall, of course. Um, the librarian. I know. I always think of that episode of Seinfeld. Come on, uh, Seinfeld, where's the book? (laughs) Uh, So I didn't know anything about this movie. I thought I had known something of it, but it turned out
2: I did not. I think I was the same position. I knew it was something where Matt Damon was killing people, but I did not know it was set in the 50s. (laughs) See, I didn't even know that part in
0: Europe. I think I confused it with meet Joe Young which came out the year prior and that is on showtime or stars one or the other. Cause I saw it come up today when I was looking through some stuff. Uh, that's Brad Pitt and that's about yeah. basically not dying because of the devil or something. Uh, which I do think I saw that, but I was a wee boy. Uh, so yeah, talented Mr. Ripley though. Let's get back onto that. Uh, you want to do the
2: uh, little rundown of the storyline? Um, yeah, so uh, Matt Damon plays Tom Ripley, who is, uh, we don't really know too much about ba- his backstory other than he's just uh, a talented liar. That's his a, uh, big Talented pianist, give him that. Yeah, so um, it, it kind of reminded me like, oh, this is like, um, catch me if you can, that's kind of his character. Yeah, a little bit. He's a little bit of a con man, but uh, he ends up uh, in Europe and is... Uh, Trying to, I don't even know what his scheme is, just kind of uh, bum off of Jude Law, who is a, you know, spoiled uh, heir of a um, successful company.
0: Yeah, let's and just say they own
2: Carnival Cruise or, you know, something. Yeah, living his best life out in Italy. And um, it, it was strange where it went because I saw it going the other way, maybe because I watched the show You, which is also about like a, a psychopath guy. So I, I didn't thought he was, that. That. I I thought he was gonna try to start eliminating people out of Jude Law's life. So mm. he could be with with him like alone. But it ended up being kind of the opposite. Word. Yeah, because I mean Freddie, Philip Seymour Hoffman,
0: was nothing but trouble for him from the very beginning.
2: That's what I thought he was gonna start eliminating like him and then his girlfriend and until it's just them together. Um very uh homoerotic movie
0: <laughs> yeah it took some weird turns uh when they're playing chess
2: in the bath i was like what the yeah what oh like, are nothing cool with that like what's going on <laughs> definitely not what i was thinking
0: it um, was very bizarre at that point and from there on i was like i don't know what to expect
2: next so i definitely liked the first half more i liked i mean jude law was great so um he was yeah, spectacular good- we're getting into spoilers here. Um, he is eliminated halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. and Pretty gnarly way, too. Yeah, so... But at I the same token,
0: what the hell were they doing out there in the middle of nowhere? They went around looking at houses from the shore. They shouldn't yeah. be that far out in the water.
2: On that was, like, size of a boat. He was a reckless guy. He never thought anything would happen to him. I guess it's the 50s. What bad has happened, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. But I, yeah, it was very neat that it was definitely filmed out there, and that was cool seeing all the stuff on location there. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It was like something about uh, vacation. Surprising, Matt Damon's a total you know a lister at this point. I feel like he was totally outshined by the rest of the cast.
0: It's a phenomenal I cast.
2: Good, I said how good Jude Law was, but um, towards the end, and every scene you had with Kate Blanchett, which I did read that she was only supposed to appear in that first scene because she was so, so great, they wanted to bring her back. Yeah, huh? yeah she just fucking destroyed him like they were basically going one-on-one in some of these scenes just by themselves and I'm like wow she's so much better <laughs> well yeah i mean he's a good actor but she is an actress right she's yeah.
0: she, is she uh, does she have a statue
2: she's got to i think she has two yeah she have exactly. for blue, one for blue jasmine which is a good movie really right there movie. woody allen movie but you're not allowed to talk about it because as louis ck and woody Allen. <laughs> well it's a woody allen movie so yeah um and so, andrew yeah. dice clay yeah I ignored that part of it. It, it is. You could talk stuff. about
0: Andrew Dice Clay.
2: Yeah, no, he he rehabilitated himself. He was like he was a terrible person in the '80s, and then he's good now, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. He did his time.
2: the The other actor who was uh, didn't have a lot to work with, but still, you know, shined, and it made me very happy and sad when Philip Seymour Hoffman comes onto the screen. I was so happy, like, oh my god, yes!
1: <sighs> I know it's it, funny. I forgot he was in it at that point
2: it just reminded me like he's, he's gone. This sucks. You know,
1: Andy, my, uh, you know, uh, my buddy, Joe, Joe, the actor has yeah. uh we like to call him here. Uh, one of these days, actually we'll get him on the podcast. I've told him that before. Cause I'm sure he'd have some good acting stories and stuff, oh, but it. he was, uh, extra. This was obviously back whenever the movie came out, but an extra in the movie Moneyball, And, yeah. uh, I remember when he was doing that, he told me like two little stories about it because I guess when they would tell me he was an extra and stuff, they really, they wouldn't tell you like who else was in like the big people in the movie. So he said he would go into it like literally blind of like not knowing who like the big stars in the movie were. And he said the first time it was like this black escalade rolled up with like tinted windows and then Brad Pitt walked out of it. And then he said the other time he was walking down uh, the hallway or something and he coming his way was Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he said he exchanged hellos with him, which, but that was it. Like kind of walking down the hallway and just kind of being like, Hey, and then he just gave him a, Hey back or whatever.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Six years since he passed away.
1: Also, I want to talk about uh, just really quick about like what we could, you know, potentially hear here when, uh, Joe, the actor ever does come on here is because he, uh, he's the one that told me about, you know, that about Kevin Spacey stuff before Kevin Spacey stuff was Kevin Spacey stuff. Because I remember him telling me he had been at some parties where Kevin Spacey would show up with younger men, not like underage men, but just younger men because this would have this was like probably like five years ago, five, six years ago. so it's like still uh pretty crazy though you know when you know somebody that's uh, on the inside of stuff is at some uh parties and stuff that uh sees things that maybe other people don't. He was recently this past holiday season the Grinch at a Seth McFarland Seth MacFarlans- Farland. 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 Seth uh Christmas party that had like Leonardo DiCaprio at it and other people. And he actually went up to the group of people that was mingling with Leonardo DiCaprio at the time and did his whole little Grinch thing with them and stuff. So he definitely gets some fun, uh, fun stuff here and there. So it'd be nice to hear his experience one of these days.
2: Yeah, we'll have to get oh. him in here. I wish he was able to say just like a few words to him. Be like, you know, heroin's bad, buddy. Yeah, don't, don't do, do it. it.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I know. It's we definitely good. we definitely miss him. Get yeah, he was playing. a good actor.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, so where were we on this? Uh What were you saying? No, we we're just talking about the cast here. Okay. <laughs> uh so was he gay? What was going on? Oh, 100%. He was, also, he was with that why? guy at
2: the end. Yeah, he was with the uh, Jack Davenport. <laughs> yeah, it was uh I mean, strange that like maybe if this movie was made now, they would make it even more overt. But he also seemed like he was into everyone, maybe.
0: Yeah, he liked Cate Blanchett also, didn't he? Or was that also part of the ruse? Because he was playing Dickie Greenleaf to her.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fascinating character. What he really wanted just to be not himself.
0: Yeah, he just wanted... He's like a chameleon. He wanted a experience other people's lives
2: yeah but i kind of uh, wish his like schemes were better because it was it's like oh he's this great you know impersonator and all this stuff but really he was just kind of figuring out as he went at, at the second half of this movie rather yeah. than being like i mean his, his plan after you know he gets rid of phil hoffman there uh obviously wasn't great it let him no, not at and all. I guess, let's move the plot. But he had to uh, then get out of town, all that stuff. And it's. He wasn't this mastermind. Because at first, you know, kind of remind me of um, Hannibal. You know, in the beginning of Hannibal, he was like in Italy. Mm-hmm. Pretending to be someone else. And it was like, oh, it's kind of like that for some reason. That's how it re- would reminded me of. Where he's like, oh, he's just going to um, be this other guy and live life. But like, no, that's not what happens.
0: Yeah yeah
2: but uh all in all did you enjoy it yeah it's definitely worth watching it's it's too long yeah
0: 220
2: i would say that um it's a great way to show off some young actors who have been with us for so long
0: yeah they're all what 20 years old when they're making this something like that
2: well, they're probably 30 but they're actually probably, yeah more like 30 but like you know like gwyneth paltrow just doesn't do anything anymore she used to she was a good actress and then just kind of doesn't do shit at all like yeah, she', she made like shallow a, howl and it's like, that's enough for me because she's in the Marvel movies like twice and then sells like bullshit on the internet mm-hmm. but you know she was actually a good actress at one point, and she was in things,
0: yeah, she's pretty good in her forty one seconds in contagion,
2: yeah, makes her an expert on uh viruses now I think too. yeah, we
0: should be listening to her, I think. Royal bombs. You know,
2: she's good in that. Yeah, this movie's available for like two more days.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone should have already listened or watched to, uh, this show. Yeah. But yeah, you have uh, till the 30th to uh, complete your viewing on Netflix of the talented
2: Mr. Ripley. So, do you have a recommendation as well?
0: A recommendation?
2: Yeah, I mean, so do you do you think it's worth watching?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I enjoyed it, it was different um you probably won't see all the stuff coming and uh, i mean it's just any of those movies where they're actually there you know around like kind of being tourists uh in their town like that's why i like midnight in paris so much uh, it's just cool to see it uh, different scenery um how people live how
2: you know the things they do um so yeah i i enjoyed all of it yeah there's there's a funny part where so jude law doesn't ever want to go back to america he just wants to live this life and then something happens and he, he gets upset and he's like, they think this country is civilized. Yeah. <laughs> like kicks something over. And it's like, it's kind of funny. That's like, that was pretty good. This. He still thinks less of these people.
0: Yeah. And then you find out, oh, he, uh, he probably drowned that lady.
2: Yeah. Major spoilers.
0: All right. Well, uh, should we wrap it up?
2: Yeah. So remember, um, high flying bird is uh, what we're doing next week. So check it out. I to watch to your list uh, on Netflix. I'll include Tony into that. Try to try to watch that.
1: Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do a better job this week. I hope.
2: Yeah. Watch it at six in the morning. Just get into it.
1: You I will. Do like The 6 a.m. Movie. I was actually, another one of the reasons why was because I actually picked up, a. Extra days at work this week, thankfully. I needed to, I think, my yeah, finally got in there more. Things are easing up a little bit. So that was good. So I'm not as much free time as I did have over the past few weeks, but I will get there. Also, I have no TV in my room. That's really the biggest problem. Tony <laughs> I am trying No
0: TV in his room. All right, well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 168, I almost said 169, of the Tony Seg Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz.
1: Yes, thank you for listening, and continue to listen. And tell your friend.
0: And the talented Mr. Off-Road Andy. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you later.